this episode of the Lover's Lane podcast, we're going to relearn what we thought we all knew about the clitoris and getting clitoris. I'm going to go over a ton of different style of toys and teach you all about multiple orgasms so you're prepped for this Saturday and have the best, sweetest day that you can with your lover. More romance, more intimacy, more often, lover's lane. If you went out shopping and can't find that perfect gift, Lover's Lane offers gift cards for your sweetheart in any denomination. Welcome back to the Lover's Lane Podcast. My name is Haley and I am a romance specialist in our stores and intimacy advisor online and the host of the Lover's Lane Podcast, which is all about love, romance with your partner, and educating yourself, which is kind of what today's episode is about. It is episode five and it is titled Becoming Clitorate and that's a play on words and um, It is the literacy of the clitoris, clitorate, and that word kind of originated from an artist named Sophia Wallace, and I actually got sent her TED talk by like three or four of my friends all about clitoracy, and it's amazing. Um, I will put a link in the podcast so you can watch it yourself as well. But she really goes over how little we know about the clitoris. It is incredible um, how new the clitoris is to the scientific world of our bodies. There is a Australian urologist and her name is Helen O'Connell. And believe it or not, she actually discovered the full clitoris. And you're not gonna, you're not gonna get this. She discovered the full clitoris in it. 1998. I cannot believe that that is true. That is so like recent. So, you know, I want people to be honest, truthfully. And I will start that myself. When I got hired at Lover's Lane and we got trained on all these, you know, clitoral stimulating gels and bullets and everything like that, I, I thought my clitoris was I mean, I knew where it was, but I thought it was just this little piece of my skin, maybe a centimeter, centimeter and a half, like big, really small. Apparently, that is not true. And Helen O'Connell actually studied the clitoris in its entirety. So what that means is if you were to peel back the sides of the vulva and look underneath your clitoris actually extends back behind what you can see so the clitoris is truthfully the size of a penis it is just kind of under the hood so what you see on your clitoris is just the tip of the iceberg and it is incredible the clitoris if you you know haven't gotten a little rundown about how many nerve endings it has it's amazing it actually has double the amount of nerve endings than a penis so it has 8,000 nerve endings while a penis has 4,000. So I am here to tell you that the penis 
does not equal the vagina as far as stimulation goes. I know that I hear and see so much information about penis and vagina sex and you know you watch porn and I've talked about this a little bit in past episodes where porn is just fiction where there is penetration and a woman is coming and I'm sorry but that's just not the truth. You need clitoral stimulation for orgasm for women and the clitoris does just that. It is the only organ on a human body that is designed for pleasure. So please don't leave it unnoticed. It is absolutely amazing what Sophia Wallace is doing. She is creating awareness of women's bodies because I feel and she feels and not just a lot of people that are kind of forward thinkers as far as women's sexuality goes. It is crazy how many people are willing to accept a lack of clitoral stimulation, a lack of conversation about women's sexuality and I'm sorry but when you talk about women's sexuality the clitoris has to be present in that conversation because if you're talking about sexuality and women and women having urges you cannot leave the clitoris out of that conversation it's kind of like our powerhouse of pleasure but there is a problem existing in this conversation and that's because it's so new it's not portrayed well in the media it actually is hardly portrayed well in science this is a new piece of information as far as how women experience pleasure it's really interesting for me even because i know that at a store level i work to give women orgasms. I talk to single women, I talk to couples, I talk to trans women, I talk to all different orientations of women and even women don't fully understand what the clitoris looks like or how it functions. So learning about your own body and learning about your partner's body, it is really important. Women put effort in their sexual relationship and we deserve that back. We deserve the effort back and we deserve it on our clitoris. So this little organ actually has double the amount of nerve endings than a penis does 8,000 versus the 4,000 on a penis. So let's let's talk all about it. Let's talk about how to stimulate it. Let's talk about why it failed our history and our science. Let's talk about how little we know about it. Let's talk about all these different things because it's really interesting to me and I know that 80% of women need clitoral stimulation to achieve orgasm. So it is worth a discussion and that's what we're going to do today. Okay, so first of all, we are going to talk about the history and science of why is the clitoris first found really in 1998 because I think that that is just crazy. So I started looking at all different studies of where the clitoris popped up in scientific data and I read about what Sophia Wallace was doing and her studies too and listen to this this is crazy so in 1947 a man named Charles Mayo Goss he was the editor of Grey's Anatomy not the tv show the book which was published in 1858 by Henry Gray and so every so often when there are new medical findings an editor works on Grey's Anatomy to put this new information in and Charles Charles Miogas actually erased the clitoris from those findings and it's kind of spectated that possibly he was listening to Freud's teachings about the clitoris and Freud calls the clitoris immature and childish in his studies so it could possibly be that maybe he had similar feelings but regardless even if it was not 
supposed to be like something bad of him erasing the clitoris from history. It just shows how easy that something was scientifically proven and a medical editor erased it and all of a sudden people, you know, I mean, they didn't even question it. They had to start again with their findings and it wasn't for years after that that it even became discovered farther. So I really believe that the reason why here is simply because I think that men's orgasm is privileged and accepted more than a female's orgasm. And it's probably because of reproduction because this is how people continue to come into the world is through a man's orgasm and a woman's orgasm doesn't really have that power. But okay, so I'm going to just list off some crazy statistics because they're is an orgasm gap in the world. Men are having more orgasms than women and that's just a proven fact and it's something I'm not okay with. <laughs> it's something that needs to change because women should have the right to receive pleasure and orgasm just the same as a man does. So listen to this. 95% of heterosexual men experience orgasm during or following intercourse. 89% of gay men experience orgasm during or after intercourse. Only 65% of women experience orgasm during intercourse. In the same study, 67% of women say they have faked an orgasm during intercourse, but 80% of the men say that their partner has not faked orgasm. So something is missing here. There is a missing piece. Women are faking it and men are not believing it. Do not fake your orgasm. <laughs> I beg of you. We are going to talk about clitoral stimulation and change some numbers for this generation and upcoming generations and hopefully give women more power in this orgasm gap so it do I don't want it to exist. Let's Let's break this gap and let's break down the walls about why this is happening. So I came up with some rules of how we are going to treat the clitoris. <laughs> and the first one that I think that everyone needs to know is, I have said it before, I will say it again, porn is fiction. So for accurate, amazing clitoral stimulation, you first, you have to respect the clit. And that doesn't mean like you see in porn, you don't push on a woman's body as hard as you can and as rough as you can and go to town. You need to love the clitoris and respect it. You need to caress it. Heck, you might have to lick or suck it, but you need that consent, that clit scent from your partner. And the next, after after you know that this is how she likes to be touched or loved on, you have to get the right tools to stimulate it the way that it needs to. So that could be as simple as your lips or your tongue, your mouth, your fingertips, just some lubricant, whatever she or you prefers, but maybe it could be something like a stimulating gel. There's a ton of different products that we sell at Lover's Lane that are offered online, you know, and some of my favorites that we sell is the Secret Garden by Shunga. I've talked about it before. It's a really awesome stimulating gel that has that L-arginine in it, so basically what that does, it's an orgasm enhancer. It kind of pulls all the blood flow there, but you still have to stimulate it the correct way, but it definitely helps with engorging the clitoris and bringing more blood flow right to where it needs to go. There's also the Lotus 
Goddess Noir, also by Shunga. That one is very similar to The Secret Garden. They just have a little different sensation with them. So that one is a little bit more of like a cooling sensation. And it's also safe for different areas of the body, not just the clitoris. There's the On Gel, which is so awesome. It's a stimulating gel, but it's L-arginine free. So if you do have skin irritations or, you know, a little, just a little bit more sensitive, I would recommend the On. It actually is menthol free, but it feels like a buzzing sensation. It's really fun for oral sex. It's great for nipple or clitoral stimulation as well. And then the last one that I would recommend that I've tried and I think that everyone should also try is the High on Love Stimulating O-Gel. And that is perfect to massage for foreplay for clitoral, but you can use it again like on the nipples or any sensitive area. And that actually will penetrate the pore, push up a little bit more blood flow, definitely feel like a tingling and or orgasm enhancing stimulation that you get with that one. Now keep in mind as well, these are not lubricants. These are stimulating gels. So if you want to have intercourse or play with toys, I would again recommend a water-based lubricant for your toy play or for intercourse. So you're respecting the clit, you're stimulating it with some stim gels, you figure out what your partner likes, and maybe now for intercourse, please just don't forget about it. You need to have some type of clitoral stimulation during intercourse. So that could be a toy. It could be the WeVibe Sync or Chorus, which are hands-free and they'll actually rest right on the clitoris for her and give some vibration. I think that the womanizers that Lover's Lane sells are so so popular because it does this really intense like oral sex sensation it feels like a suckling it's an air pulsation actually they are incredible to keep that clitoral stimulation during intercourse there's also things that are great for foreplay like i think the moxie by we vibe is a really really awesome toy for foreplay that will stimulate her well maybe while you guys are at dinner or something it actually is a little panty that kind of sits in her panties it rests on her clitoris there's remote there's the app that goes with it it's awesome for that. During intercourse, there's also this one by the Rabbit Company. It's called the Leon Rabbit, and the shape of this one is the money right there. It is amazing. It kind of curves down, so you can rest it on the pubic mound. It doesn't have to be something that you're reaching around and holding on to, though there should be no issue with that. Like, use hands during intercourse. A penis, I'm sorry, it just doesn't do the trick for every woman. You need clitoral stimulation. And as much as I'm an advocate for foreplay, it's key. You need it. A lot of women need that foreplay to get an orgasm, but the consistency, the contact with the clitoris is what's really going to push her over the edge. And it could even get blended orgasms with that. Women can experience both multiple orgasms and blended orgasms. So how amazing would it be to surprise your partner with all this new knowledge for Sweetest Day and give her amazing, consistent, multiple blended orgasms? That is the goal of the week, if you ask me. <laughs> Multiple orgasms actually exist for women because of that erectile tissue that's actually found in the clitoris and it swells when it's aroused. So you become aroused, maybe put a stem gel on or something like that. The blood flow goes right to the clitoris and that tissue is actually getting harder and pushing more blood flow right to the surface. So it's easier to stimulate and the body is going to clench. Clitoral orgasm feels a little bit more tingly. It almost feels like you can only focus on your clitoris. There's no other body part or ligament attached to you. It's just that. It feels like your brain is twitching and it's a little bit more surface level. There's nothing inside of you. It just feels amazing on the outside. But women can have blended orgasms. So a vaginal orgasm 
is also part of the blended orgasm. A blended is going to be both a clitoral and a vaginal orgasm at the same time. And if you've ever experienced with different G-spot toys or had an internal orgasm, not every woman says that this is achievable for her because like I've said before and I'll say it again, women need clitoral stimulation to achieve orgasm. So a vaginal orgasm is a, is a lot deeper in your body. You actually feel it in your vaginal walls and they pulse during orgasm. So I almost want to compare that to like a penis, how it flexes during the, during a man's orgasm. It's kind of like like the ejaculation will make it stiff and relax, stiff and relax, and your, your vagina will do the same thing for a G-spot or vaginal orgasm. So when you get that blended orgasm, that can last longer than a minute. I would say between 30 seconds and 90 seconds or maybe even sometimes longer is going to be like the length of a blended orgasm. So please like if you want to give your partner something amazing for sweetest day or any special occasion that is what you should try to achieve. But there's a lot of different types of orgasm that women can have. Vaginal and clitoral I think are the most thought of but women can also experience anal orgasm or just erogenous orgasm. So something like nipple stimulation or anything like that um, could be part of a blended orgasm maybe if like the nipples are caressed at the same time that the clitoris is, then you could get a blended orgasm, just a little different than how everybody thinks of it. But the strange thing really is like, I hope this is opens your mind to the rights women have for orgasm. It's crazy. There's textbooks, there's anatomy books that actually will show, you know, a diagram of a vulva, show the vagina and all the pieces that come with, but the clitoris is omitted still from really factual scientific things like this. And if you know that and you're aware of that and you communicate with the women in your life that you are experiencing romantically and intimately, I want you to please ask them their preference for their clitoris stimulation because everyone is different but it does exist for all women and if you're keeping that open communication between yourself your partner whoever's asking whoever you're experiencing regardless of who you're with and you tell preferences then you're gonna actually decrease this orgasm gap men and women will be able to have the same amount of orgasm and it should be an open conversation of how you like your own body touched a good thing to keep in mind too for experiencing these different types of orgasm is really like practice is key i think personally you know if you cannot get yourself off then more than likely your partner can't get you off. So masturbation is huge for women's orgasm. But if you are playing with a partner, you know, keep an open mind as well. Of course, like your end goal is you want to have these intense, long orgasms. But if you are just open to playing and experiencing each other's bodies and figuring out what you like the best, then, and you know, not having that end goal of orgasm and just like seeing what you prefer, you're going to have a great time regardless. So orgasm, of course, in the back of your mind is the goal. But if you let that go and you just be, that is also good enough. We really can't talk about women's sexuality if we omit the clitoris from conversation. So it was really, really important that we had this conversation today and we talked about how to stimulate the clitoris and why it's so important that it's missing from our lives almost. Like it's missing out of textbooks, but it needs to be a conversation for couples or yourself you need to play, you need to figure out what works best for you. Because I'm just going to throw it out there. If the clitoris needed to ejaculate like the penis does for reproduction, I guarantee that we would not have to have this conversation.
conversation. Women's sexuality is valid. It's important. I want to know what you guys prefer. I am an open book. Tell me your favorite toys. Tell me your favorite techniques and tips and stimulation. Tell me all about it. You can, of course, reach out to me. My email is Haley, H-A-L-E-Y, at loverslane.com. And of course, you can reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is the same. It's at LL podcast underscore I want to know of course I can keep you private if you would prefer and stick around a little bit longer I'm going to talk about my orgasm and my tools for success for blended multiple orgasms (laughs) and I'm also gonna give you guys a little bit of a tip for shopping at lover's lane so Next time that we have really awesome promotions, maybe after Sweetest Day, you are in the know. Thank you for listening to the Lover's Lane Podcast. I'll be right back. All you need is love, Lover's Lane. All right, guys, I'm really going to put myself on the line here. If you were listening to the beginning of the podcast, I said I'm going to talk about my tools for success for amazing well-rounded multiple blended orgasms and i will i will tell you from being a sexual educator for the past six years now that yes i I feel like i'm well-rounded in what toys what products give me the right stimulation to achieve whatever orgasm i'm going for i help women all the time achieve squirting with different products that have helped me and i want to do the same for my listeners now so we'll start with a clitoral orgasm like the tingly surface level orgasm that so many women I think have experienced for solo play and maybe you're looking to incorporate that for intercourse or with your partner and there are a lot of products that I could recommend for this because I think that bullets are probably the most popular. I do think that the Womanizer is probably the best toy for clitoral stimulation. It feels more like oral than any other toy in our stores. However, the Womanizer actually kind of pulls on the clitoris to give that really intense oral stimulation and I think that that is probably the best toy for blended orgasm because it's pulling on the clitoris, it's engorging the size of it, You can achieve multiple orgasm, but a lot of women will actually experience blended orgasm. So that's both vaginal and clitoral. So I would definitely recommend that toy. I know some of my coworkers and myself, we all talk at work and we are around sex toys all day. So I have heard of women squirting from that toy alone. It is a favorite of my regular customers that I see in the store as well. And I've even heard that some of my customers will point that out to someone that is new to our stores and say, yeah, you're going to need that one because if my house was burning down, I would take it. And that's awesome. I love that. So if you're working on that clitoral orgasm, um, a bullet is probably going to be the most popular thing that we that we sell for that. It is just a small fingertip size vibrating toy that rests on the clitoris on the outside and some women move it, some women leave it alone, and it pretty much just sits there. You can rub it until you achieve that external orgasm. Give yourself some time and let your body do its thing. Don't get scared about different sensations that you will feel because I have also talked to so many customers that get afraid of their body feeling pleasure and that like it's never happened to them before, so they turn their toy off and they're like, oh, I didn't like it. Well, just let your body climax and then after it kind of relaxes, you can have multiple orgasms. There are a ton of toys for 
internal orgasm as well, but you need to have the G-spot stimulated. The G-spot is like this spongy tissue that's inside the vagina. It's towards your belly button, so upward, and you can stroke it in like if you were to curve your fingers in towards your palm and kind of like keep pushing in that like come hither motion, that is what's going to give you G-spot stimulation. So if your partner is giving you oral, ask them to insert one or two fingers and do that come hither motion and that will actually stimulate the G-spot. Some women's G-spot is a little bit more shallow than others, so you might have to play around with it or use a toy if it's a little bit deeper. And there are a bunch of different toys that do that come hither motion. I'm thinking of like the Mona Wave would be a really awesome one to use like during oral because it doesn't have that clitoral piece. So that would work great to get your G-spot orgasm. But there's also like, I think that those new LaWand stainless steel toys that we have are fantastic for internal play because some people get a little bit more nervous about glass or stainless steel. But let me be honest with you, those ones are heavy, they're weighted. There's also really beautiful like rose quartz or clear quartz, crystal quartz toys for internal play and they're heavy. So they actually put pressure right onto your G-spot without having to be like super invasive. You don't have to keep thrusting it or moving it back and forth. You pretty much just let it go inside and kind of push upward at that same area. And that is gonna put like pressure right onto the G-spot and it really helps if you were to use the womanizer at the same time, a bullet, oral, fingertip massage with a little bit of lubricant, that would work great to get that internal or blended orgasm depending on what you're looking for. So now you know about the womanizer, which is like one toy I believe that really gives amazing blended orgasms. You know about bullets, which is great to use like during intercourse because you're getting that clitoral stimulation with penetration and now you know about internal toys like the Lalo Mona Wave or something glass or stainless steel. There's also dual stimulators so something like a rabbit or a bunny stimulation or I'm thinking like the Soraya by Lalo as well which has both the external and internal piece and those are great to stimulate both the g-spot and the clitoris at the same time. Some of the shafts will move, they'll thrust, they can do pretty much anything just depending on what you're looking for and then it has a little vibrating piece that sits on the clitoris as well. So those are great for solo play or for foreplay. Kind of get a little bit of stimulation before you're with your partner and you can actually shut the shaft off on a lot of different styles of those toys so you can still have something that would rest on the clitoris during intercourse if you would like that. Just remember that whatever toy you get you need a lubricant, you need a toy cleaner as well because it does just help the experience and the cleaner is going to to keep the length of your toy and make everything sanitary for the next use. There's also, like I talked about in the podcast, stimulating gels and ask a romance specialist when you go to Lover's Lane which one they would suggest for different toys because there are so many different kinds and depending on what sensation that you want, depending it could be warming or cooling or tingling, there's all different things but that is definitely a tip I have to make sure that you get to your climax because those are literally made to increase sensitivity to increase orgasm. Keep in mind too, a blended orgasm doesn't always have to be vaginal or clitoral. It can be anal or any other type of like erogenous zone. So nipple stimulation and nipple sensitizing gels are great. There's also plugs, beads, a ton of different stuff for anal. We're going to get into that in upcoming episodes of the Lover's Lane podcast. I can't wait. I am so 
excited to share it with you guys. Next Monday, we are going to talk about different myths and debunking all of this crazy stuff that I hear that's just not true and talk about more sexual health. And then the next episode following that one, so not Monday, but the next Monday is going to be all about BDSM and kink. So that is another episode that you're not going to want to miss. Definitely make sure that you follow and subscribe to the podcast, that you follow our Instagram and Twitter. It's at LLpodcast underscore because in November, we are actually going to be interviewing some of our favorite brands that we carry, some of my favorite brands and our really, really popular brands that we sell in our stores. Sweetest Day is this Saturday. It was actually the day I was supposed to get married, but COVID ruined that for me. So I'm sure I will have a great Sweetest Day thinking about my wedding next year. Tell me what you guys have planned for Sweetest Day. And then next Monday, I want to hear all about it. Thank you for listening to the Lover's Lean podcast. I will talk to you guys again next Monday. Lover's Couples that play together, stay together.